Content warning. Tone Deaf is rated explicit for mature content and strong language. Spoilers are in every episode, so if you haven't seen the shows we are reviewing, you can always check back in later with us. We'll be here when you get back. Remix! Welcome to Tone Deaf, the theater nerd's guide for their musically challenged spouse. I'm Kay, this is Warren, we're covering Hamilton, and I'm going to rap for the first time in 20 years. What, what? In 2004, a book was written by Ron Chernow all about Hamilton. It was pretty well received, though some thought it was boring. But their thoughts, they aren't about the show, so those will be ignoring. So this composer you've heard of, Lin-Manuel Miranda, was on vacation and read it, and what rhymes with Miranda? He started seeing hands like in lyric and song. He wanted to put his story on the stage. It hadn't been done for long. See, Warren... The only one that had been done was in 1917. It was a play by Mary Hamlin and George Arliss, but that was 1917 and decidedly not now. Lynn was supposed to present in the Heights to Barack Obama, but instead he did the first track of his Hamilton drama, Hamilton Mixtape, a project he began in 09. Alexander Hamilton and My Shot, the show was doing fine. This was presented on May 12th of 2009 during the time when we had a president of the United States who was someone who cared about the arts and uh, actually seemed to care about, you know, people. The workshop was in 13 with Act 1 and some of Act 2, but you know how workshops are, there was still a lot to do. It wasn't till 15 that it hit the scene on Off-Broadway, it was making green. So allegedly, there was talk that there was a push to have the show released for 2014-2015 season, but it was nixed by Miranda because he was like, Don't rush art, my dude. Hamilton hit Broadway later that year, and during Tony season, other shows cowered in fear. It took best musical, best book, and best original score. When it came to accolades, it kept getting more and more. Now, Broadway shows like this... Do a lottery, where you put your name in for tickets and hope that you can see. And so, then put on performances outside of the stage. Hands for hands for everybody became all the rage. So, this lottery is just to get tickets because the show was sold out, like, making millions. And so, Lynn was like, well, I gotta give these folks something. And so, he and the cast did Hamill scenes outside. I'm gonna put Hamill wherever I can. Hamill fans. Now a show like this is not without some detractors, like folks who were mad about the diversity of actors. But Lynn has stated many times just what this show means. This is what America looks like in the 20-teens. Of course, there are some issues with accuracy. You probably shouldn't use this show for AP US history. Like Burr and Aaron's whole relationship at the beginning isn't real, uh, the show is kind of not chronologically accurate, and historians have been kind of going, we've been trying to get rid of the whole founding father mythology, and y'all know that these folks were slave owners, and there were some POC folks in the founding of America, and why aren't there any actual POC characters in this show? Which, fair. Now, I could go on and on and criticize or give defense. I haven't even talked about an actor dropping the mic on tense or how this is why Alex is still on the 10 and why Tubman will eventually take the 20 away from Jackson. See, this show has a legacy that cannot be denied and it all depends on who writes the story after the subjects died. So I guess 
In closing, there's one thing I'll put down. I can't think about the show without Jefferson in a flower crown. Seriously, Warren. Jefferson in a flower crown. On Tumblr. I don't like it. On Tumblr. I don't like it. Tumblr was a mistake. Lots of things were a mistake. But But yes, this. Uh Mm-hmm. Ruin a perfectly good show. So yeah, that's the history of the amazingly popular Hamilton in like three, four, four minutes and a couple of seconds. So I assume that going forward, all of our intros are going to be raps like that. No, they are not. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. What are your thoughts? Because you've listened to it as well. Yes, I've listened to it, and I've seen a couple clips, mm-hmm. um, oh, you know, on, on the tube of you, you know, and stuff yes. like that. Um, I'm I'm excited to finally actually see the show, because mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I did like about listening to the soundtrack when I did initially was how it's so much of it, it's, it's pretty much like a sung-through musical. Yeah. So the entire soundtrack goes about the length of the entire show, mm-hmm. so I had much more of an idea of the story, Yeah. whereas with so many other musical soundtracks, you're mm-hmm. just like, what, you know, you don't know what happens in the in-between parts. Yeah. But with this one, I have more of a an understanding awesome uh, so yeah but i'm, I'm excited because this is one of those constantly and forever sold out shows that mm-hmm. it's impossible for uh middle americans like us to go see it mm-hmm. yes it is and the times that it's been here it's been like they announce it and it's sold out the day that they announce oh it. yeah Oh, yeah. Like, it, it sold out the day that they announced the season tickets <laughs> for it and it's just like ah come on Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. It's not fair. This is the worst kind of discrimination. The kind against me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see it. It's funny. This is like a period of U.S. history that never interested me. <laughs> so, but I'm interested in this because it's a musical. Mm-hmm. So of course. Um, it was interesting looking up some of the criticisms for it from like people on all sides of the political spectrum and all say- sides of... Uh, like all different races you've got some interesting criticism so i'm kind of sitting here like a little nervous but you know and the only thing i know uh really in terms of the criticism about it is some of the romanticizing of historical facts yeah. kind of thing that it's 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 a little bit of photoshopped history yeah and the thing that i kind of sit here and go i don't want to be too like rah 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 on it like angry rah 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 on it is because i see both i i see the same argument being brought up from people on either side of the issue of having black actors and other people of color playing these slaveholders because i i see it a lot from uh fellow black people and other people of color being upset about it just because it's kind of like uh this still feels kind of wrong and then i see it from white people going so does this mean that you know maybe we can start casting white actors in black roles so the the reason that i think that argument is a steaming pile of of Mm -hmm. uh, musical bullshit is because there is the very obvious disparity between the two groups Mm -hmm. if we were living in a society that was largely uh, black dominated power and white people were oppressed then i'd be like 
Sure, why not? But because yeah. we're not living in that universe, I feel yeah. like the people who are like, but what about us can go fuck themselves. What about us sad white people? I, I really I really don't give a shit about that argument. I kind of feel mm-hmm. like you're... I, I does, understand everything the argument from the people of color. Yeah. I don't understand no, exactly. the argument from white people. Like, when, when I heard initially that they were going to be doing um, Founding Fathers setting, but it was predominantly a... Uh, people of color cast you know mm-hmm. uh in the playing in these roles of of white people i thought that that was a really interesting take on it mm-hmm. uh i did not even bat an eye at that i was not like oh well do the why don't they have white people and i was just kind of like because they're everywhere <laughs> like they they dominate I all the media they dominate all the media and pop culture and so why why is having this popular mm-hmm. slice such a big deal yeah it's it's yeah. that whole it's that whole uh, meme that it's like i'm uncomfortable when it's not about me yeah herb's rights <laughs> yeah it just it just i just sit here and i go okay take a step back look at the grander picture mm-hmm. and then fuck yourself mm-hmm. like <laughs> Yeah, I, I made the mistake uh, of, because I saw a Disney Plus post about Hamilton on Twitter, and I made the mistake of looking in the replies because I'm a masochist. <laughs> and it was so wild because there were so many people going, well, I'm canceling Disney Plus now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, th- okay. So not not all the other issues to have with Disney in terms of 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 you know workers issues and how Being they control way too monopoly. much media exactly <laughs> this this is what broke right? the camel's back it's it's just the hills broke the hamels back. the hamels god damn it the hills that people choose to die on for the causes that are as shallow as a thimble of water mm-hmm. just really mm-hmm. baffle me yeah. And so it was wild seeing, like, that complaint from white people and then, like, valid complaints from people of color and from historians who, like I said in the rap, are going, we've been trying to get rid of the Founding Fathers myth for so long, please stop this. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> it's kind of interesting to see that. So I'm, I'm curious to see it. Did I ever tell you about when I was taking APUS history? I think I may have told you this, mm. and... Is this the morphine story? Yes. <laughs> so for those who haven't heard the morphine story, um, this was when I found out I was very allergic to morphine. I had had a migraine that put me in the ER and the doctor that was uh, taking care of me in the ER was like, well, nothing's touching it. Let's try morphine on a, I was APUS history. That would have been, I was 16 when I took that because of the school I went to. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I, I have an immediately bad reaction to it. And I take the next day off of school, and the day after is the APUS history test. And my principal uh, is sitting here like, you don't have to come in. It's okay. You're still going to pass the class. And I'm like, no, I need to take the AP US history test because I was doing so well in the class. I shouldn't have taken the test. I have to show my black excellence. <laughs> I do. I am excellent. I got an award. <laughs> um, so I, I go into the class and I'm already going, this was a mistake. Because I'm really tired. I'm the 
lines on the paper are wavy and stuff. And at one point, I have a fucking hallucination of the Founding Fathers doing a dance, like a musical song and dance number, on a table about the Wilmot Provisio. And I was, when I first heard that Hamilton was going to be a thing, I was kind of like, well, it's not, I think that mine was more 1776 rather than Hamilton, which, damn, maybe that's what we should do next. Um... (laughs) Maybe Lin-Manuel Miranda also is allergic to morphine and found it out (laughs) at a very coincidental time. It's just, it, hey, if that's true, if he also had morphine to come up with this, I'd have to look and see how 1776 was spawned. Cocaine. And <laughs> lots of whiskey. 1776 is, ni- is a uh, 1969 Broadway play, so uh, we'll see. Um, but like, I, I don't know, maybe, uh, I will say that mine, they were not doing a rap version they were like the wilmot proviso and i i failed that test i failed that test so hard (laughs) but i passed the class but i failed that test so hard um but yeah i'm I'm interested just because like u.s history is interesting to me but the founding fathers period i just sort of glazed over (laughs) yeah i always really liked history uh as one of the subjects when i would be in school but i was Mm -hmm. always more fascinated with uh not america i was always Mm -hmm. more fascinated with uh world history i always really liked you know ancient greece and i always really liked um Mm -hmm. kind of that the uh, more of the the uh the the golden age in the renaissance and Mm. and you liked classical history yeah, rather there you than go. classical history mm-hmm. rather than American history. I right when it starts to hit the dark ages, I'm kind of like, and I don't. Then it's just like plagues and continuous wars <laughs> forever. See, and I I remember uh, feeling pretty robbed when I finally was able to go through African history, my second to last year oh no it wasn't second to last year it was my last year of college so it's because so much of it was expunged yeah so much of it was either it not was written deliberately down or was... expunged yeah so yeah that's my history rant but i'm i'm excited about this even though like tumblr almost ruined this show for me just because of all the people doing ooh, ooh, jefferson's such a soft boy and i'm like Oh. Write me in your Declaration of Independence, Jefferson. Oh, oh hell no. <coughs> let me let me talk to you about Sally Hemings. But we aren't going to right now. I'm not going to go on a rant. She was 14 and he was in his 40s. Yeah, I I ain't going on no no rants right now about the problematic stuff with them. But it was, it was just like seeing people doing founding fathers and flower crowns and stuff that was a real thing that i saw on tumblr that i was just like i'm so glad i only use the internet for playing video games and arguing with nazis mhm mhm that's a better pastime <laughs> than going on tumblr and subjecting yourself to hamel fan stuff I don't, I don't know if they actually call them Hamill fans. No, that's right. I decided it's not Hamill fans. Hamill fans is broke. Familton. I, or would Familton more be uh, uh, Famil- the cast? 
the cast and crew. Oh, that would make sense. Familton is if would be like the the descriptor for people who have been a part of the show, whether a stage mm-hmm. crew or an actor. You you're part of the Familton. Yes, kind of thing. Uh, Hamill fan, I think, does make more okay. sense if you're okay. a fan of Hamilton. However, I hate both. Uh, <laughs> I hate, I hate both of those. But yeah, I just, I hated the people who would be, like, not looking at it critically at all. But I also kind of am not a fan of the people who just are... Too critical? Too critical. It's like with Steven Universe, where it's like, I can understand some of the criticism you have, but also don't be, like, overly critical to be critical of it. Um, I'll, I'll be a little bit more accepting of someone who is a person of color being critical of Hamilton over a white girl <laughs> no, that's fair i think that's and, absolutely and i i feel bad saying that but at the same time i'm like no this this is how i feel about it because also do you have skin in the game the, literally <laughs> it, what makes me laugh too is when i think about uh i play into stereotypes and be like well if it was done with an all-white cast for people who were white historically then none of the raps would have been any good and they would have had to completely <laughs> completely change the music and then it would just be 1776, which we'll watch. See, and now my brain is going, well, I mean, unless you got uh, Eminem to play all the roles of all the founding fathers <laughs> and rap everything, but then he'd be talking about, like, slapping Sally Mae's titties and squirting jizz on Washington. I don't know. There is Hamill Slash in the okay. fan fit, in okay, the fandom. Okay, you, you... I'm just saying... I'm just saying. We're done. <laughs> We're done with this trail of conversation. You were the one who said it. <laughs> Touche. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm curious because I do like Lynn's composing and stuff. I do like uh, I I do like his work. Uh, we haven't reviewed any other. We haven't stuff, right? reviewed Cat. any of his other shows, but he did do music for Moana. Oh, so you'd remember from that. So it's one of those things. I'm. Um, I would like to see more stuff from him because yeah. really, you know, apart from what you mentioned with Moana, um, Hamilton's the only thing of his that I. The only am one that with. I am familiar with is In the Heights, and that one. I wish that we could see it, just but we can't because the movie has been postponed because of the Rona, and. Even if, like, the local theaters would do it, I ain't, my black ass ain't leaving the house, so (laughs) I'm not gonna go see a show right now. I'm staying here. You know, that should be a hashtag on Twitter, but, like, the one you did the other day in, in, uh... Oh, yeah, no, we, there, that has been on Twitter. Oh, Uh, I just just haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, uh, you, you haven't had access to black Twitter, so, um... Unless I show you a tweet. Again, this is the worst kind of discrimination. <laughs> the kind against me. Black Twitter isn't really an app for I, those I, who are not following along that are not part of the no. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm nervous. Uh, this is, there's only one thing cut from it, and it is one fuck. 
<laughs> is that because Disney? Was yes. Disney like, oh, it, otherwise just... it would have been rated R and they can't release it on Disney Plus, I guess, if it's rated R. So really? PG-13, something like so that. So nothing on Disney is rated. Well, I guess that kind of mm-hmm. makes sense. I, I think that's the case. I'm not 100% sure, but I know that to get it the rating it needed to be like fully broadcast but doesn't disney have other studios that make rated is it like yeah. tristar or yeah they have tristar so does that and... mean that none of their tristar movies are on oh, disney they plus probably are it it's probably some disney bullshit because disney is i could go on a rant about disney but i won't but i could ah, listen here hamilton you won't be streaming unless you cut that fuck you got it cut the fuck out <laughs> you get two fucks not <laughs> Three Fox Hamilton. Ha ha. Ha Now get out there and make me some goddamn money. Ha <laughs> Also, I own Hulu. Ha Have we talked about how Disney has too much power in the entertainment market? It's... Someone needs some decon. You know, Disney really missed an opportunity there. <laughs> Wait, is Decon Rat Poison? Yes. Okay, I'm sitting here. It's like Decon. She didn't say decaf. Was she saying that I need less caffeine? Warren, you need some decaf? No, she clearly said Decon. Can you tell I've never poisoned a rat before? <laughs> or attempted to murder anyone? <sighs> Be a poison at least? <laughs> Decon and things like it had some really horrifying commercials when we were in Denver. I don't know if you remember those. Where they're like serving dinner and then all oh, the mice Oh, that's right. All the mice are dead. <laughs> You know, decon sounds like what you would call the electric chair or something like that. I named it decon because it gets rid of convicts. See, and I'm sitting here going like, decon, Disney's new convention. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) That would actually be pretty funny. Disney, I'll take back like half of what I've said. If you name your next convention decon and give me all the money. Specifically that last part. Because that'll happen. There, there, there it goes. I'm not taking back what I said. <laughs> so, are you ready to be in the room where it happened? The living room where we're going to watch. Oh, oh, right over Hamilton, there. Hamilton, over yeah, okay. there. Yeah, we can go over there. Get it? Hamel joke. Ah. <laughs> Let's go. That's a Hamel ton of crap. <laughs> You just spit on me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I am sorry. (laughs) I didn't think that joke was spit worthy. That's a dumb pun. I think I think Kay's a little slap happy after doing their rap. And this intro is a rap. I need a slate. (laughs) Camel slate.
Hey, Warren. Hey, Kay. Do you know what time it is? Is it time to thank our favorite people in the whole world? Heck yeah. Today, we would like to thank our stage crew sponsor, Jasmine Wu. And our producer circle sponsors, Bianucci, Reagan, and Taylor Brandt. Thank you all so much for your support of our show. We truly appreciate it. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Up All Night, and Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast. We're your hosts. My name's Cortland. And I'm Brandon. And in our podcast, we take apart each episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, scene by scene, and discuss it in detail. This show is prime early 90s Canadian acting at its best, or in some cases, worst. We're here to laugh our way through seven seasons and 91 episodes. So whether you're a fan of the show, Dink, the No, mister, accent on the dough. Won't you come play with me? Hey, we're just having a goof. Or experiencing it for the first time. We know there's nothing better than staying up all night with a scary story. And now, the lights are going down and the music's starting back up, so let's head back to the second act of our show. Kay and Warren watched Hamilton and decided to record the next day. But life had other plans for them. They found themselves ill, coughing, wheezing, struggling to breathe. The lethargy plagued their entire bodies. They were sick for a week, and then a week after. Despite what you may be thinking, it wasn't the Rona they had been tested, which led them to think what the hell were they sick with all that time? And now we find ourselves here, two and a half weeks later, finally recording our Hamilton episode. <laughs> Welcome back to Tone Death, a theater nerd's guide for the musically challenged spouse. I'm Warren, and uh, <laughs> as people probably know, we haven't had any episodes posting the last couple of weeks. Yeah, for two weeks. <laughs> Fuck whatever that was. So yes, it's been uh, two and a half weeks since we watched Hamilton. This will be an interesting review. <laughs> I debated having us try and watch it again as a refresher before recording, but then I was kind of like, well, it's just time things have been busy like we've been sick and then things have been busy and it's been like well let's 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 just uh let's just kind of go you get to do it from memory let's try that's why i have you here because from even after memory all alone in the moonlight it's it's still daylight okay see there's a window right there see all that that daylight it's hot as balls by the way it uh, is hot as balls <laughs> But as I say, it's like, my memory sucks even after, even the times that we record right after seeing a show. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't, but the, uh, well, the, so, yeah. yeah, so I will, so. I always need you to be like, well, Warren, that joke was funny, but you're wrong. Here's what happened. <laughs> but today is July 22nd. The day that we are releasing this, July 22nd. You know what that means? It is... My 33rd trip around the sun. 
Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I love you. Okay. I'm so happy that you were born. <laughs> I'm glad you were happy that I was born. Very much so. Mm. Are you ready? <laughs> I guess uh, we've we've had our fans kept our fans in anticipation for so long. Anticipation. But none of them. We're in the room where it happened, the room where it happened, the room where it happened. Our listeners are going to listen to the room where it happened, the loom where it happened. I said the loom. That's not, I don't think there was a loom in the room, but those do rhyme. Uh, so. <laughs> the look that you're getting from Watt. It's like, Dad, you can't carry a tune in a bucket. Oh, no, now Dad's long yelling, too. But what I, it's probably kind of goes without saying, because I'm pretty sure we touched on it in the, the beginning part of this episode, but... Um, I have no idea what we said in the beginning yeah, part of this remember. episode. This is going to be an interesting That edit. was a million years ago. <laughs> in war I don't time. even remember the rap that I did. <laughs> so, and uh, I'm the one who did it. <laughs> I know that uh, we mentioned that we listened to the Hamilton soundtrack when it first came out because, yes. you know, we it was all the rage and all that stuff and we wanted to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I felt like a bad musical theater person because I hadn't listened to it. At, like, I hadn't just immediately jumped on it because I was like, well, my dad did a rap musical back in the 90s, so... <laughs> I, I don't know. You and I can kind of both be a little bit resistant to things when uh, everybody's into pop it. Pop culture is really into mm-hmm. it. Cause I'm kind of like, well, you know, if everybody likes it, then uh, anyway, mm. anyway, anyway. But, um, you know, we did listen to it and I did enjoy it. Uh, I was actually quite surprised because I actually kind of feel like maybe they need to record it again because I feel like the music wasn't actually as good in the mm-hmm. in the just the album versus the show. Yep. Because I was so blown away and, by how good the show was. And just... that's the case with cast albums a lot of the time is that you'll listen to it and it's not as good. Um, there's so there's two ones that I can tell you right away. Rent the Broadway cast album versus Rent the movie album. Uh, we'll just talk about one song from it. It's the I'll Cover You reprise where uh, Jesse is at Angel's funeral. Jesse. Why did I call him Jesse? That's the actor's name. Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So Collins is at Angel's funeral and uh, he he's in the Broadway cast version, it's not as powerful and doesn't bring me to tears when I listen to it like the movie version does because the movie version they are having to record what they are going to be acting to and it's the same as listening to a live recording or seeing a live recording of a show because they're actively acting whereas if you're not a voice actor I, you're not gonna bring out the emotion unless you absolutely have to like, well, because like the the two that I can think of off the top of my head that are uh, recordings that I've listened to, other than mm-hmm. when we watched the the shows, mm-hmm. were uh, uh, the Book of Mormon mm-hmm. and um, Bat Boy. 
Oh, well, okay. Bat Boy, okay, three. Uh, the other one is, God, God damn it, um, Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of those are really good. Like, yeah. the recordings are really good. Uh, so it kind of, I don't know, listening to the Hamilton soundtrack, I enjoyed it, but I was kind of underwhelmed. I was kind of like, same. I was, I was kind of like, okay, well, this is a big deal because it's 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 a uh, predominantly minority cast and mm-hmm. you know so much of media is dominated mm-hmm. exclusively by white people and it you know it, it had a spin on the founding father stuff mm-hmm. and so i was like okay that's and why it's this a is... rare hip-hop musical yeah. they don't happen very often so yeah. and so i was like okay that's why this is popular um but then when we saw the recording which was uh done in 2016 mm-hmm. uh that's the recording that was on you know disney, disney plus disney plus and we watched still is holy God, right? I just the the spectacle, the way that the choreography and the music and the songs just work into each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was just I was kind of really taken aback. I was like, yeah. okay, I this is what I was not seeing when I was just listening to the cast album. I was yeah. like, whoa. Like listening to just the cast album um because like Yes, sometimes we will get advertisements in Utah for shows that are coming here and they'll show scenes from it. But uh, when Hamilton came here, I don't remember them really doing a good representation of what you would be seeing on the stage. (laughs) It's kind of like Wicked. Uh, They'll show ads for that when it was coming here. And it's, it's like... I feel like this is the biggest case for we need shows streaming because it the, the soundtrack was not enough to get my butt in the seat to no, see Hamilton. it really wasn't. Book of Mormon was, though, for us. Yeah, like, Book of Mormon was because we're in that culture. <laughs> too, but, true, but, but the, the music itself yeah, the was music, better. Yeah. I feel like the music was better in just the cast album versus mm-hmm. what it was, um, at least quality of recording. I yeah. don't know. And then it, again, I'm, you know, I'm tone deaf. So I'm, people might hear them be like, you're crazy, Warren. It's wonderful and perfect and beautiful. Oh, and it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, when I first listened to Hamilton, I... I was impressed, but not in a, oh, I need to drop a thousand dollars to see this show. Yeah, because I would have been like, no. <laughs> it, no, it honey. It was absolutely not that great from listening to just the soundtrack. And as much as people who were lucky enough to see it were saying, no, you've got to see it, you've got to see it. I'm like, you're not telling me a reason to see it. All I have is the soundtrack and a couple of still images and... I'm not looking up bootlegs for this. So, mm. uh, cause I just didn't have any desire to, and like Lin-Manuel, you know, to respect him, uh, he is very against bootlegs, but he is for streaming shows. Okay. So that's fair. Like, it, and it's like, yeah, if you can give me a way to access it, mm-hmm. then I will gladly drop money for it. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's the thing is you and I don't support bootlegs. We support being able to see, see the show, you know. <laughs> and like, like for someone like me, like right now, you know, Utah does have theaters open for some fucking crazy reason, even though we're in the middle of a red zone here. And I can't get my ass to the theater because if I go, I will get coronavirus and I will die. <laughs> and... I, I can't go out. I even like going to theaters after 
my knee collapsed, it's kind of hard for me to do that because some of the theaters you have to walk up and down steps, like going to concerts even can be a pain in the ass for me. So it's easier for me to be able to see it at home. And that's a thing that this show brought that about for (laughs) me where I was like, I would have loved to have seen that on stage. And seeing this made me go, okay, when things have calmed down and we have money, if it comes to town, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And only maybe because A, really expensive. B, people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I... I feel like this, because I, I had seen something someone had said one time where they were like, oh, the cast album in your imagination is fine. No. The cast album no, in not. my imagination would not have had me watch Hamilton. There, There is so much stuff going on in the background for this, mm-hmm. uh, which we will talk about, and we should probably get into it. Yes, we should. Because you and I will rant and... We should. I, I get very passionate about accessibility in theater. I don't think, really, I don't think we've ever talked about it on our show before. Never. Never before. (laughs) What can be said about Alexander Hamilton other than he's the bastard son of a whore? (laughs) But I guess he was, like, smart and shit. (laughs) But since he was a broke-ass son of a now-dead whore, he moves to New York (laughs) where he can be a new man. So... (laughs) The... This show is, like, as is the case with so many musicals, this one was, like, one that was really hard to take notes for because it's so goddamn fast. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, you know, of course, the opening scene's like, he came from nothing, you know, son of a prostitute, and then his mom dies, and then he's, ba- he's like, 14, I think. Yeah. Basically being on his own, and he mm-hmm. was, like, managing the books for some uh, shipping, yeah. something or other. And they're like, oh, you're smart. Like, you need to get out of here and actually go make something of your life. And so yep. he's able to scrape together money to go to New York where he can be a, make himself a new man. <laughs> Alexander in New York, Alexander seeks out Aaron Burr and seeks to learn from him. Aaron Burr, sir. Burr, sir. <laughs> May I have a word, sir? <laughs> I do. I did remember that I inten- unintentionally started rhyming in my notes later on. I am so musically compromised, though, that I doubt I will be able to pluck a tune to go along with that. So if I start rapping badly, please forgive me. <laughs> if they're still last listening after my bad rap, then you're fine. Burr tells Alexander that he needs to talk less and smile more, and not to let people know uh, where you stand for or against. Burr offers to buy Alexander a drink and discuss his future, but the talk is cut abrupt by a rowdy group of revolutionaries, Lafayette, Mulligan, and Lorenz. Or is it Lorenz? Lawrence, yeah. I'm trying to remember how to pronounce it. Uh, who are like, yo, we gonna bust some caps in those redcoats. But they say it way cooler than my pasty ass can. <laughs> Hamilton is not gonna throw away his shot to make a difference for the colonies. And the others are like, hey, he's charismatic. Get him in front of a crowd. Aham tells the crowd that they need to get their finances in order. Aham? Aham. That's his name from now on. Oh, fuck. Tells the crowd that they need to get their finances in order, cause money! After Aham sweet talks the crowd into dancing in his name, he continues drinking with his new besties, who are like, 
raise a glass to freedom, all very drunkenly. Raise a glass to freedom. I, I've been listening to like five different shows today, so <laughs> if I try to sing anything from Hamilton, it's going to turn into something from the show that we're going to watch next week, so. <laughs> Let's talk about your listening, and I'm like, yeah, and I've been listening to a book that I'm not super I'm so sorry. We'll give it a chance. Anyway, <laughs> Aaron Burr is like, rich folk love slumming it with the poor. And we see some fancy ladies, the Schuyler sisters, led by Angelica, who Burr is sniffing around like a hungry hound. Angelica is like, I'm going to find Thomas Jefferson and tell him to include women in the Declaration of Equality. And we get the song and dance number introducing the sisters. Declaration of Independence? What did I say? Equality? Oh, yeah, yeah, but she calls it the Declaration of Equality. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, because it's all men are created equal. And she's like, I'm going to get him to add women to that shit. Put women in the sequel. Yeah, was, yeah, it was it was for uh, crap. I know what the document actually is because of the show that I was listening to today, but now I've forgotten it. You're so. a better American than I am. Eh. <laughs> I didn't know about that. <laughs> what was it? Uh... Oh gosh, it's Angelica, Eliza, and Stephen. <laughs> Peggy! Yeah, the, the Forgotten Sister. The one that we see for one song, and then she just goes away forever, and we never see her ever again, because apparently in the real life she died. She died pretty young, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they don't, even make, they don't even have a line of that, like, oh, we sure miss our sister Peggy, who died off stage. Like, it's because they had, like, six siblings, so. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. A dude on a soapbox is being like, the king says this, and the king says that. And Aham is not having any of this parchment proclamations and spits words at the man. Burr tries to push him back and is like, dude, calm down. Keep your head down. And Aham is like, I would rather be decisive than indecisive. And some redcoats are like, the king has a message. <laughs> and King George III comes out to be like, remember, I love you and you belong to me. So you'll pay my taxes on tea. And like it. <laughs> and stamps. And stamps. The, <laughs> the performers in this are so fucking good. Like, right. every one of them. Mm-hmm. There is not a single person in this who I'm like, oh, you're kind of, you know, even even some of the um, underutilized side characters, mm-hmm. like, they, they're still excellent. Yeah. Everybody is so goddamn good. But I, <laughs> the king, I have a soft spot for the king. Right. Because the, the complete tonal shift in the show when the king comes out, you know, because the, the music gets more, uh, not somber, but uh, it it's, kind of goes down a little bit and he's just more talking. and It's, it's a little bit more like love song pop with him. You'll be back. Yeah. Yes. I can tell. <laughs> Okay. As the king departs, we learn that the king has deployed 32,000 troops to New York to keep the peace. Aham uh, Aham dons a blue coat along with his bros, and they're like, Here comes the general! Washington is like, Hey, uh, we're outmanned, outgunned, and uh, kind of in trouble. I need a right-hand man. And while Washington is singing, Aham is like, Yo! Let's go steal some cannons. 
Burr goes to be like, I want to be your right-hand man. And Washington is like, nah, I like this Aham guy. Close the door on your way out, Burr. And Aham accepts the general's offer, and he rises up to be his right-hand man. He's like, huh? <laughs> I know history is different from this show. Yes. Because uh, Burr's up bitch like in this like <laughs> yeah act, the actor is so goddamn good oh, but he's yeah. such he's such a weasel in mm-hmm. a lot of ways he's very just yeah non yeah. non-committal trying to play the angles mm-hmm. and just yeah but man leslie odom jr mm. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i can sing he has some of my favorite uh parts because um just the, the cadence with which he raps when he especially when he's talking about no good son of a whore mm-hmm. uh, like the way that he just I I, uh, I wish I was better at music because I can't imit- <laughs> I can't do justice I can't even do a crumb of the the talent that these people have uh, I blame my melanin deficient heritage for <laughs> some of it uh, and also the curse of the witch. <laughs> The curse of the witch, for sure. Blame your grandfather. But, I mean, fair, but to, and I never, ever, ever, with the exception of someone like Eminem, I never, ever hear white people rap as good or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I, I hear there, you. There's something to it. Uh, so, so they're just all really fucking good. And I am just in awe the entire mm. time. Mm. Uh, Burr is singing and is like, holy crap. This no good son of a whore is making a name for himself, and the guys start, uh, the guys start staring at the Skyler sisters, being like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> "The sisters seem to be fighting over who gets the handle, who gets uh, what the fuck did I?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> the sisters seem to be fighting over who gets the Hamel man's Hamel ham. <laughs> It looks like Elizabeth gets the Hamel ham, but Angelica is like, I'ma get that a ham eventually. And after the wedding, because it's, like I said, everything is rapid fire yes. in this. So it's like they meet, then immediately they get married. What do you want to say? I don't know if you're going to talk about this or not. Okay. Let's uh, see. After the wedding, Angelica gives a toast to her sister and brother-in-law. This time, uh, then time starts to rewind. Yes! Angelica is like, I wanted Hamel Ham. And now they go back to the night that Angelica first met Aham, and she laments about not marrying him instead, since she's the oldest and her father has no sons. Angelica's only job in the family is to marry rich. Because... Women are not people, they're things, and they can't own land or have anything nice unless their husband gives it to them. And This was the fucking scene. This was the fucking scene that, like, made me go, the album doesn't do the it justice. Does, oh my, like, <laughs> the set with this and the way that they, they it handle... It was so fucking amazing. <laughs> the set, the choreography, the lighting, like, the way that everything comes together in this. Ah, it is such a goddamn spectacle. It was so good. It was really good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 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 women are not people. Uh, <laughs> Angelica finishes her lamenting song and time returns to the present and the scene fades on her sad, sad eyes. Mm-hmm. Also, Angelica, her voice. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, everybody, ah. everybody in this, there are some definite standout mm-hmm. uh, singers, of course. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just how it is. And I don't think it's necessarily that other people aren't equally talented. It's that they don't have the same 
like it'd be curious to hear some of these other uh, actors sing in the other parts just to see what mm-hmm. their stuff sounds like. But Angelica, Aaron Burr, uh, mm-hmm. like Lin Manuel, I like him and I think that he is talented. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there are in this show there are better performers than him. Yes, no, dis- yes, no are. discredit to him. Mm-hmm. But I, but uh, Aaron Burr's actor. Uh, I know you said his name earlier, but Curse of the Witch, uh, Angelica's <laughs> actress, like those two are both yes. freaking amazing. Yes, they are. Um, that is some black excellence right there. Yeah, for sure. Mm. One of my favorite ones too is Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Later on. David Diggs. Yes. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> Her sad eyes. Meanwhile, the Revolution boys are getting crunk drinking the day away. And <laughs> what? They're getting crunk. <laughs> That's what, that's what, that's what, that's what cool people who are down with the youth say, right? Crunk. I know I'm white, but I'm trying. And maybe I, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just firmly stay rooted in my whiteness. My abs hurt so So they're drinking the day away in jolly irreverence when Bird comes in and is like, I got a girl. She's the wife of a British officer. Burr, the homewrecker, sings about how much he likes this uh, Theodosia? Theodosia? Theodosia. Theodosia lady. More specifically, how he likes keeping her bed warm while her husband is away. But then he starts to sing about how different he and Aham are. Because Aham has nothing and nothing to lose, so he pursues life with reckless abandon. But Burr, he's got money and patience, so he's willing to wait. He's like a spider waiting for just the right opportunity to come along and get snagged in a web. I, I don't know. Waiting for a spider to get no, he's snagged a spider. in a web. He's a spider. Waiting okay. For, for, did I say spider get snagged? Yeah. He's a spider waiting for another spider to come along and get snagged in his he's spider a, web. He's a Porsche spider? He's, he's a douchebag is what he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aham starts singing about how desperate things are. Congress is like, go shoot the British. And they're like, hey, we have no supplies. And Washington is like, we have only one way to win. Guerrilla warfare, hit and run tactics. Washington and gets Lee to be a general. And Lee shits the bed and gets a lot of people <laughs> killed. They put Lafayette in charge and he snatches, uh, snatches a draw from the jaws of defeat. Lee is pissy and blames Washington for his inadequacies. Aham and Lawrence are like, this fool's running his mouth. He's going to get shot. And so we get the awesome duel song, which concludes with Lawrence putting one in Lee's side and earning his satisfaction. That's a that's a good song, mm-hmm. the, uh, the duel song. And yeah. of course, it comes back later in a... Actually, comes back comes later back twice. twice. Two dark reprises. Daddy Washington ain't happy that his boy Aham tells him... Okay, Daddy Washington... Warren... So, so I say this now, it comes back later. I know, but, oh, I never want to hear those two words. I'm sorry. You're going to hear them a lot from here on out. Daddy Washington ain't happy with his boy Aham and tells him to go home. Aham is sad because he was hoping he could make a name for himself since he's a poor fatherless son of a whore. Elizabeth Schuyler is like, I love you. I don't care if we're poor. Having you in my life is enough. You're really upset about Daddy Washington, huh? 
I'm getting flashbacks to Tumblr when this show first came out. Uh, the nickname does change later. I can't remember what specifically, but we'll... I'm so glad. We'll we'll, we'll cross that Delaware River when we get to it. Uh, Burt is singing about how... How can this ragtag band of revolutionaries defeat this global superpower? With Lafayette, the genius strategist Frenchman. Daddy Washington confides in Lafayette that his... That he misses... That he misses... His misses his. Wow. Okay. He misses his boy Aham and sends a dispatch <laughs> to have Aham lead some troops and help him turn the tide of the war. Aham comes back into the service of Daddy Washington, who is like, "I was younger than you were when I had my first command, and I totally shit the bed. I got my men killed. So let me give you some advice. History has its eyes on you. Good advice, Gwash. How about some?" <laughs> tactics or strategy advice you know don't just say oh the history thing oh that's cool 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 anyways that's not advice i'm sorry g wash (laughs) anyways i prefer g wash to daddy washington (laughs) daddy g wash g daddy wash me in the blood of the red coats i'm sorry i said that (laughs) I wish you could all see the look of horror on Kay's face. She's going to make me pay later. Uh, Lafayette and Aham fist bump and are like, immigrants get the job done. And they go to make history on the battlefield. We find out that Hercules Mulligan is a spy on the inside, working as a tailor for the British, taking their measurements, then passing the info along. And just like that, it's over. Good job, men. The world has been turned upside down. The colonists have won, and America is the nation. America as the nation is born. America is a trendsetter, and King George starts singing about how now he is fighting with France and Spain, and America is about to find out how hard it is to be on their own, with no one to fail but themselves. We see Burr, who is singing to his daughter, Theodosia. So I, you know, it's yeah, uh, who I think is named after her mother, who died during childbirth. Oh, now Aham is singing to his son, Philip. So this is a proud daddy song moment. The proud daddies sing about how their fathers were not around, but they'll be around for their children. How they'll fight to make this new country a place they'll be happy to inherit. The mood is killed as Aham gets a letter from Lauren's father, who says that his son was killed in a gunfight by British troops retreating. The war was already over. And Aham is very sad. Yep. His best friend's dead. He's sad boy. However, <laughs> in the future, <laughs> Burr and Aham are both lawyers and seem to be rivals. Even though they started at the same time, Aham is climbing quickly because he's like nonstop. Burr is singing about how Aham is riding and fighting like he's running out of time. And Aham goes to Burr and is like, dude, the Constitution is a mess. We need to, like, make some amendments for it. Will you help me? No, Burr's. <laughs> Burr is a killjoy and keeps all his cards close to his chest. Aham gets two other men to help him write the anonymous Federalist Papers. They planned on doing 25 essays, but a bunch of overachievers did 85 in six months. 
and 51 <laughs> of those were from our boy Aham. <laughs> we find out that Angelica is getting married to a rich man that she doesn't love and is moving away, and Aham has a sad boner. <laughs> but then his wife is like, hey, I'm here. Isn't that enough? <laughs> He'll never be satisfied. He'll never be satisfied. Yeah, I forgot that song. Uh, Daddy Washington comes a-knocking and is like, Hey, Aham, I need a right-hand man again. Oh. Aham is like, Do you want me to run the Treasury or the State Department? Uh, Treasury, Papa Giorgio replies. And Aham is stoked, because after all, he's going to, he's not going to throw away his shot. So that's the nickname from now on is Papa Giorgio. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Intermission! <laughs> 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 We're still not 100% over whatever the no, we are not. fuck we've been stuck with. I feel with. like I'm at about 60%. <laughs> the clip that I've been going at, too, I'm like, I'm like, trying to not sound sick. <laughs> <laughs> at least I don't taste blood anymore when I cough. Yeah, thank God. The year is 1780. George Washington is president. Alexander Hamilton is secretary of the treasury. And everything that America does is an experiment. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Thomas Jefferson, who has been off in France as the American ambassador. Jefferson is like, I helped Lafayette draft a declaration. And then I was like, I have to go. So what did I miss? Oh, Papa Giorgio wants me is to be secretary of state. Cool, cool. I'm already a. Uh, I am all. <clears throat> and I'm already Senate approved. Dope. Awesome. So it's time to be. So it's. It's great to be a rich. Uh, white guy. <laughs> in the 1700s. Burr is telling. With that, a throwaway line about Sally Hemings in yeah. this, which. Yeah. Burr is telling uh, Jefferson that Ahem is out of control and he needs to be stopped. Jefferson and Aham spit sick beats in the house, and Jefferson is like, hey, the South is rich from all its slave labor. Why should the South give its money to the North? What's all this BS about joint funds for the Union? This is socialism. <laughs> Aham is like, exactly. What's socialism? <laughs> Aham is like, exactly. The land of the free and the home of the brave is run by cowards and slavers who tell the rest of us what it means to be free and pursue happiness. We are the Union, and we need to be united in all things. But all things are funded by money, so pay your fair share. Jeffy and Aham <laughs> almost come to blows, but are told to take a recess. And Papa Giorgio pulls Aham aside and tells him to be more persuasive and diplomatic. Because if he fails, Congress will probably call for his removal. I will say the rap battles for these... Uh, <gasps> They're so for, good. Oh my gosh. They are that some is, of the best parts. That needs to be available for high school. Because that is a great way to teach AP US history. It, well, oh God, we were just talking about it. it actually gave me chills just now thinking mm -hmm. about Because those two parts yeah because uh, you know they have the first rap battle here yeah and then they come back later and have another rap battle and it's just <laughs> it's, it's really good. so fucking good it's so freaking good uh damn it yeah i i just i i sit there and i think about how much because i took apus history i can't remember if you did too nope okay so <laughs> i never took an ap class because i knew they'd be really really hard 
they were required at my school. Really? Yeah. I took honors classes, but I never took AP because I was like, I already hate being here. You're mm-hmm. going to make me, like, spend more time here? I, I was at a, uh experimental public charter <clears throat> in Utah that was, uh, like, very much, okay, pushing everyone to succeed at everything, and it was, it, it was good for me, but boy, APUS history was rough. That was actually where I first saw Birth of a Nation, and it was shown to us with a very much, this is bad, this, here's the context of it, and... This is what they were saying during this time, because that was the period, it was during Woodrow Wilson, and the teacher was very good at presenting it to us, much better than any film professor I ever had. I fucking hate that movie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's like four hours of hell. That makes sense, because the history teacher has the context of the history knowledge to Mm -hmm. say why this is wrong, and then the film teachers are just looking at, well, what was done for the time, what was new in terms of... Yeah. film, what hadn't been done, you know, what were the... And not caring about the societal impacts of film, but more the technical impacts of film. Humanities must always be introduced to every course. Anyway, back to Hamilton. Ahem goes home, and he sees his son for the first time since he was born. Excuse me. Philip is now nine, and he knows French, and he plays the piano. And, ah- and Ahem is like, hey... Our kid is pretty great. Eliza is like, please, for the love of God, take a break. Be with your family. Angelica is coming to visit, so, like, stay home with us. It would be a shame if something were to happen to this awesome kid. (laughs) Yo! I'm a nine-year-old! Ahem is like, I have to get my plan through Congress, so I can't spend time with my family because there's work to do. This nation won't build itself. But it turns out while Ahem was busy working on his uh, proposal, a younger woman in red came to his door with a uh, hoposal. <laughs> That's a, is that pun too bad? Well, I need to like finish reading my notes sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, Ahem is cheating on his wife, and he gets blackmailed by the woman's husband and decides to pay the man who is blackmailing him. So He'll never be satisfied. Mm. <laughs> Isn't two women enough, Ahem? Anyways. Hey now, I know that we live in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> we... Uh... <laughs> never mind. Okay. Anyways, Aham, Jefferson, and Madison had a private meeting over dinner, and when they emerged, Aham had his deal, and Jefferson and Madison had the money, because after all, no one else was in the room where it happened, the room where it happened, the room where it happened. And Burr is singing about how he's bummed he was not in the room where it happened. Aw, sad Burr. Sad Burr is sad. He's getting left out of all the important meetings. <laughs> oh, you don't want to put a tap him on your head. <laughs> Our listeners are in the room where it happens. The room where it happens. The room where it happens. You're all listening to the room where it happens. The room where it happens. The room where it happens. Back in the Congress, Jefferson is uh, spitting sick beats for a sec for this. Jefferson is spitting sick beats for sending aid to France, 
who is in the throes of a revolution. Aham says that their treaty, they, that the treaty they signed was with the king of France, whose head is currently occupying a basket. Papa Giorgio <laughs> agrees with Aham that the union is too fragile right now to get involved and tells Aham to draft a declaration of neutrality. <laughs> Yes. Just nothing. Jefferson, Madison, <laughs> and Burr are conspiring to find some to find out something to ruin Aham, because this immigrant is not someone they chose and not someone they trust. They think he's a liar, a conspirer, or someone seeking to start a fire in the house, one that they can't douse. Are you still happy I was born? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Papa Giorgio calls Aham into his office and is like, Jefferson's re Jefferson resigned. He's running for president. And I'm not. Because I'm old and I want to retire so that I can enjoy the rest of my life. Now write me an address to the people. So that someone can inject me with goat blood. Oh my god. <laughs> I want a musical about that. <laughs> Trying to resurrect uh, George yes. Washington? Okay. Uh, Why wasn't that in Hamilton? Seriously. Now, write me an address so, for the people. And Aham is like, uh, shit, okay. And when Papa Giorgio is bidding farewell to the people, they all sing about Washington is going home. Bye, Papa Giorgio. <laughs> Enjoy having your slaves until you die and then you say they can be free. Like... <laughs> Enjoy someone trying to resurrect you. With goat blood. <laughs> King George shows up to be like, what? George Washington is resigning and giving up his power? That's something that can be done? Well, who else can be put in charge? Uh, a red... <clears throat> a red coat comes over to whisper into his ear, what? John Adams? He's going to be president? <laughs> that little man next to George, they'll look so small. Oh, this will be fun. And the king takes a seat to watch the fun. Mm -hmm. I actually do love that. Yes. The king, God, the king is so entertaining in this. He is. I just, he uh, really is. And pardon me while I wipe the spit off my screen. You are just impersonating the king. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be in character. <laughs> <laughs> However, Burr, Jefferson, and Madison all come to confront Aham and be like, Hey, we know you've been embezzling from the state. You're in a lot of trouble. Aham is like, Ha, 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 I have a reason for shame, but your common sense seems to be absent as you've come to descend upon me, trying to harm me. I've not taken any government eggs, but my rooster is in another hen house. <laughs> the trio of would-be blackmailers... <laughs> are like, oh, okay, we'll be going now. And Aham confronts Burr and is like, how do I know you won't try to use this against me next time we go toe-to-toe? -to -toe? Burr pretty much tells him, you won't know. And so Aham decides to pull the pin on that infidelity grenade and hold it close to his chest and blast his political career all over the papers. <laughs> letting everyone know that he's a no-good son of a whore who also cheated on his wife. The trio of blackmailers are like, wow, too bad he wasn't alive in 2016. A cheater can get elected as president then. Oh! 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 Oh, shit. 
Angelica shows up to be like, you hurt my sister. Now I hate you. We then see Eliza singing about how she trusted him and he hurt her. And now he clearly, and now he's clearing his own name. Wait, sorry. She trusted him and he hurt her. And now he's clearing his own name. He's ruined. He's trying to clear his own name by ruining their lives. Yeah. And kind of dragging her through the mud and embarrassing her. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Yep. You know, this I, is the worst way to find out you've been cheated on. One thing I will say is... Next that, to walking in on it. Yeah, yeah. One thing I will say, though, is... Uh, there, I know that there is historical stuff that is not accurate in the show, of course, because mm-hmm. it's theater and it's entertainment. Um, but I do like that characters have depth and dynamic to yeah. them. That they're not all, you know, Mary Sue's. Like, not, everybody's mm-hmm. not perfect. They're not trying yeah. to portray the Founding Fathers in the best possible well, light. that is like a that. real thing that happened yeah. in him writing that paper. Yeah, but we all know that uh, people will omit things from people that, you mm-hmm. know. Anyway, 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 anyway. See you next week. <laughs> Eliza burns the letters that she has from Ahem and says that she hopes he burns. Same, Eliza. (laughs) I would be the same way. One thing I've actually noticed is uh, my favorite part of this show is the the first half. Mm -hmm. I like the first half more than the second half. Yep. Because there is a definite tonal shift and the second half, the the first half is all about triumphing and building and succeeding Mm -hmm. and achieving where the second half is all about despair and like Mm -hmm. picking up the pieces and trying to... And there's not much to lift you up there from really those isn't. moments of despair. Yeah, there really isn't because it starts pretty high. Like it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the show is it's like a roller coaster going up mm-hmm. and then it's, ah, infidelity. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that it's kind of like <clears throat> what I've talked about before with second acts for Sondheim and Aran and Flaherty. Yeah. They still keep, like, even though the second act will be really like fucked up, there will be scenes that will give you a little breather where it's like, okay, I can, I can relax a little bit before we go back into the doldrums or they'll, there'll be some humor in there. Even if it's dark humor, there's not that in the second act of Hamilton. Yeah, not really. It's, it's, it's still good. Yeah. But it's, uh, the, the first half is so good that the second half is a little bit of a, oh, yeah, the, the second... Especially because sad shit happens. Yeah, I remember, like, listening to it, and the second act was the part that I that kind of made me go, I don't know if I want to see this. No, fair. Because <laughs> it just made me so fucking depressed. <laughs> we now see Philip Hamilton, who is 19 and full of piss and vinegar. He's looking <laughs> to protect his father's honor and challenges George Eaker, who has been who has been saying shit about his daddy? Turns out Philip picked a fight with the wrong man. As George puts a slug in his side, and Philip dies. Mm-hmm. So after he, after uh, Hamilton's like, okay, point your gun to the sky, and that'll end the duel. And nope. And what, well, doesn't he say that, like if you decide that because he tells him that like, killing a man isn't you yeah have to live with that. He's like if you decide you don't want to, you know, put your gun in the air, and which is basically like okay. I surrender, don't shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what it's supposed to mean, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eliza and Alexander wander, uh, weep over their son's dead body, and Angelica sings about living with the unimaginable grief. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad, and I don't like it. Nope. In the future! <laughs> 
Jefferson is running against Burr for president under Ad- after Adams shit the bed. Madison is like, well, Burr is popular in the North, but Jefferson is not. They see Burr as a less extreme Jefferson. Madison tells Jefferson that the endorsement of a popular person could swing the vote and that maybe, just maybe, they could get Hamilton to endorse him. Burr and Jefferson are tied in the votes, leaving it up to the delegates, and people are wondering, what does Aham think? Aham says he supports Jefferson, even though he hates him, and that they've never agreed on anything! <laughs> but at the end of the day, Jefferson has beliefs, and Burr is a limp dick sideliner who never <laughs> takes a stand on anything. Burr thinks this is a grave injustice! And challenges Aham to a duel at dawn. We get a very intense scene of Aham debating on if he should shoot or not as the bullet rushes closer. Literally, the character, the bullet. This is... Okay, we're going to talk about this scene more, but this is one of those scenes that uh, really, really got Mm -hmm. me. Okay, uh, as the bullet rushes closer, Aham decides to choose death and puts his pistol to the sky. Aham catches a bullet between his ribs and dies with both Eliza and Angelica by his side. Angelica goes on to tell Aham's story and to preach against the evils of slavery. Eliza. Oh yeah, sorry. Wait. Eliza goes on to tell Aham's story and preach against the evils of slavery. Thank you. Yes. And to open up an orphanage and help raise hundreds of children. By the end of her days, she hopes that she's done enough. The spirit of Aham touches Eliza and she gasps and shudders. Eliza falls to her knees, and the scene goes dark. Curtain call. The end. (laughs) But we're going to go back to that last scene where uh, Alexander does the duel. Yes. Because I forgot to touch on it, and I was surprised you forgot to mention it earlier. But there, I can't remember what part it is where there's a red coat that just comes up and, like, kills it's, a woman. I think it's right after the king's speech. Right after when he says that, okay, well, one of the speeches. Yeah. Um, the first speech? I think so, maybe? maybe. There's a woman who a uh, red coat just kills, and then mm-hmm. they kind of carry her body away. That woman then later is the bullet, as Kay mm-hmm. had mentioned. And it's that scene where Burr and mm-hmm. Alexander are having their duel is so good. It's yes. such an intense scene. There's so much going on. And when you see when you have Burr fire his gun, the woman who plays the bullet has her fingers in front of the bullet and you just see her moving her finger slowly as the bullet's getting closer and closer to mm-hmm. Alexander and he's reeling like, what do I do about this? You know, is there any point in living? Should I die? Like mm-hmm. just basically uh, dealing with all of his choices in life up yeah. to that moment. And it is just, uh, I see I chills, see my son chills. and I see, yes, yes. And it's, it's one of those, it's another scene that, the soundtrack gives no justice to because <laughs> you don't know what's going on during oh, that and it's like ah yeah yeah i <laughs> i probably should i don't know who is in charge of the like i am just there is so much praise that i want to heap onto this show mm mm-hmm. mhm because the way that everything comes together, the music, the mm-hmm. songs, the choreography, the lighting, the sets, everything, yeah. it comes together in such a spectacular way mm-hmm. that even if you don't necessarily like the 
source material or anything like that, or, you don't, or you don't like, you know, the changing of, of American history or Yo. you know, whatever your grievances are, it I feel like it is impossible or at least highly improbable and in all realistic uh, logic, mm-hmm. unfair to not acknowledge how fucking good yes like it is that's the thing is like i went into it because i went into it with history brain just sort of going oh is this gonna be another evita nope (laughs) nope (laughs) i mean i'm not a hamel stan but i definitely am like this is fucking good it's really good it's i like it was one of those ones that uh i wouldn't it's almost it's two hours and 40 minutes long it's a it's a long show, it is. but it's fun and it's mm-hmm. good. And the music is so good. And mm-hmm. just everybody in it gives such an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm amazed that you didn't ask me what the gasp was at the end what, with I, Eliza. I assume that was her going to heaven or something. So that is a thing that has been debated on the internet, like forever and then rekindled the debate just now and because she kind of looks at the audience after Hamilton points her to it. And so people are like, is it the actress realizing that is, is it the actress? Is it Eliza realizing that her story's being performed or her, the story that she was trying to tell is being performed on the stage? Is it, and it's one of those multifaceted meanings. Is there a word of God on what it is? I have not found it yet. And I kind of don't, want to well fine give me blue balls Kay. i have theater blue balls now i'm sorry i mean i don't know i it's one of those things it's kind of like the uh ending of 2001 a space odyssey it space zoo yeah it, after i realized <laughs> that it was a space zoo it, it's like i i kind of wish that i had seen the movie before i read the book mm. <laughs> I ruined it for myself with the book. Because <laughs> the book's very clear it's a space zoo. So, I mean, I I could look it up for you if you wanted. <laughs> no, it, it is your it's, birthday. <laughs> it's, uh, it's much more fun just to give you shit about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those things that I, I don't want to try to find if Lin-Manuel Miranda has ever said what that means because i like it when things are left to interpretation there like it's it's not the same as the fucking top in inception Mm. it's it's something that can stay left to interpretation that's fair i mean that was the thing is i didn't dwell on it at all Mm -hmm. my brain was just like okay she like it i don't know like for all we know this is this whole show is is the life is her is everything flashing before her eyes before she's dying. You Hamilton's know? life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> Even the pots I wasn't there for, but he told me about it. So that's why I knew. <laughs> that's like a little mix of Garfield the Deals Warlock. <laughs> Fantasy Hamilton, <laughs> where we sing hip hop. Oh, God. But yeah, I'm 
I enjoyed this. I, I enjoyed really it a lot. enjoyed it, and I'm glad that we have Mama K's uh, Disney Plus so that we can watch it again. <laughs> it was kind of fun because we were uh, we were trying to do a watch party with her, but it wasn't working out. So instead, yeah. we just were watching and texting back and forth. <laughs> yeah, and then we we're like, okay, it's intermission. We're pausing for potty break. Like mm -hmm. you pause too. And uh, my sister watched it with us, too, and I asked her if she wanted to be on the episode. She's like, nah, I just wanted to watch it. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, that's fair. She did have some interest in watching the show that we're watching next week. Which is, Kay? Well, we're waiting for the chirp, chirp, chirp of an eaglet being born. Waiting for the chirp, chirp, chirp on this humid Wednesday morning in this... Riverton home in Utah. You haven't seen anything for this show. Never mind. We're doing 1776, oh, which thought, is a I, very different I, interpretation of this period of time. I thought it was going to be the an eagle being born or something like that. Birth of an eagle. Well, uh, let me show you the cover art for it because you'll you'll see that uh, the eagle thing it it, it makes sense. It's See? Look, there's an eagle popping out of an egg. That's actually pretty cool. Right? An as, egg as... with the British flag on it and an eagle popping out of the egg waving the American flag. Yeah, yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Um, there so... we go. Idea for a musical. The story of America from the perspective of a bald eagle. <laughs> Fucking DDT. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? Um, no, but I, I'm, I kind of was like torn between whether or not to do 1776 since it's decidedly past july 4th and but i'm like well we saw hamilton it would be oh hi goober um it, we saw hamilton and 1776 is kind of an interesting balance to it because it's very much a standard musical traditional musical <laughs> yeah so just so I know, the version that we're going to watch, do you know when it came out? Um, it's 70s. Okay. Because the musical was from the 60s, from okay. 1969. So, so it's going to be full of racism. It's, whew, there's going to be a song that uh, kind of fucks me up whenever I listen to it, so. Do I need to bring a screaming pillow? Possibly. Okay. Because they talk about drafting the Declaration of Independence, which is... Leave out the blacks! Well, it's it's another thing that uh, we'll and the women. We'll probably get into it more next week, but uh, they had to extrapolate a lot of stuff because no one know. Just like in Hamilton, no one knows what happened in the room where it happened for the Declaration mm -hmm. of Independence, and so discussing if there was a slavery clause happens. Like hmm. originally, they didn't want that in there, and there's. A discussion about it and i'll go into the historical stuff for it next week but we'll talk about yeah. it more next episode yes next episode on tone deaf 1776 next week on tone deaf we the inner nerds journey of their musical spouse thing wow 1776 we get to watch an eagle being born an eagle being born <laughs> <laughs> next time on dragon ball tone deaf <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we hope that you missed us in our absence just as much as we missed you. Yeah. Uh, I was feeling really bad that we weren't getting anything out. You know, I wasn't because we were both like, we're gonna die. So... <laughs> Uh, I was there. I was. I was more concerned with the taste of blood in my throat. Um, yeah. But anyway, if you would like to get a, in touch with Kay and I, you can reach out to us on our website, tonedeafmusical.com, where we have links to all of our social medias, our Facebooks, our Twitters, our Instagrams. Mm-hmm. We also have a link to the Cast Junkie Discord server, where we have our own Not Safe for Work channel in there. Yep. You can come and talk about... Uh, Musical theater stuff or, or whatever. Yeah, we have masks, we have t-shirts, we have shit you can buy. <laughs> if you want to support the show, and if you uh, want to help us uh, fund some of the show, and you know, like, uh, we have to like, uh, you know, buy uh, musicals to watch and uh, stuff like that. We have a, uh, a Patreon. I kind of hurt my throat. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering how high you were going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, our Patreon, we've got a link to that as well. It's also Tone Deaf Musical there. Um, uh, one way that you can support the show without spending any money is leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We're on Stitcher, by the way. Um, and also Podchaser, which Podchaser is awesome because you can leave a review for each episode. So And Kay has me respond to our reviews. Yes. And I'm uh, all sorts of wacky and shenanigans. So if you want to have a Warren response, you should review our show on <laughs> Podchaser. Podchaser, it's the place where you review shows. And then we can all be in the room where it happened. The room where it happened. <laughs> the room where it happened. All right. So I think, though, that that'll be it for this week. Once again, everyone wish Warren a happy birthday. Aww. Because he's cute. <laughs> I'm Kay. I'm Warren. And this has been Tone Death.